Jared Stern is a screenwriter and director. He's wrote things like the Lego Batman movie and Lego Ninjago movie. He also directed a wonderful film called Happy Anniversary starring Ben Schwartz, which is on Netflix, and I'd highly recommend checking that out. His new movie is the DC League of Super Pets and has an incredible cast, including Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Olivia Wilde, and Keanu Reeves, to name but a few. I got to speak to Jared about the movie, about working with some of the biggest names in Hollywood, and some of his own favourite movies. But before we go into that, here's a clip from DC League of Super Pets, which hit cinemas this weekend. I have an owner, and he's Superman. Let me just iron that out. They should call me Iron Man. <laughs> no. My dog's the best, but he's not the greatest with other animals. What is new with you, fellow normal dog? I bit the FedEx guy the other day. Who was he working for? General Zod, the Legion of Doom? FedEx. Of course. The Federation of Exes. Not to be trusted. What is taking my owner so long? Hi, Jared. How are you? Hi. Well, thank you. How are you? Not too bad at all. Uh, big fan of your work. Um, your film Happy Anniversary is responsible for one of the most infamous segments on our show when I went on a rant about how much I loved it. Got the 30-second notification of my ear and then had to remember to say, oh yeah, and by the way, Steven Spielberg's latest film is out as well. <laughs> Oh, wow. That is amazing. I am. Thank you. I, you know, you put something out uh, and especially on Netflix, it goes across the world and you have no idea uh, if anyone is watching it. So that is, uh, that's amazing. Thank you. As I said, I absolutely loved Happy Anniversary. What is the primary difference, obviously, that being live action and this being your first directing job in animation? What is the main differences between directing in live action and directing in animation? It's a good question. I mean, live action, everything is so much more immediate. It's it's in some ways more stressful because it's just like you're up at 5 a.m. and you know that you need to get this shot while the sun is in this spot and the actor is right in front of you. And it's not just one actor in a booth, but a whole bunch of actors for a scene maybe. And maybe there's a dog in that scene and he's got to jump out of a bathtub at the exact right time. And if he shakes tomato juice on the actors, you only get one shot because then they got to change their clothes and you got to take and then, and their hair has to be redone and that's going to take an hour and then you're going to lose the light. So it's just a lot of that like constant like being on. Uh, whereas an, uh, an animated movie, this production took four years. Uh, it's like going to university just to make one movie. And, uh, you know, we're working really hard all the time, but it's like a little bit more slow and steady. And uh, and you're working with one actor at a time and they're in a perfectly sealed booth. And uh, and you're just taking everything uh, and able to tweak it with like, with like a, you know, like a microscope kind of. So uh, it's very different. And uh, but ultimately, I think my job on the movies uh, is exactly the same because uh, you know, whether on a live action movie, it's the person who's the dog trainer or the person who's got to shake that tomato juice to splatter people. <laughs> Uh, on an animated movie, it's these amazing artists that are, you know, being able to make a dog's whisker move exactly the right way to make you laugh. Um, they're doing their job. And my job is to kind of keep the story in mind. I'm like the storyteller in chief. And so I'm just always going like, that's great what you did there. But is that what we need for this moment uh, in order to tell the story and get you lost and, and make you have fun and, and cry? Happy anniversary for me has one of the the best subtle gags I've ever heard. The the joke about the, the dog's name in reference to Big Lebowski. Is there anything in DC League of Super Pets that you know you're particularly proud of that we should be looking out for? There's a lot. I mean, there's <laughs> stuff that's uh, spoken from the characters. There's stuff that's buried. Like there's a scene in Daily Square, which is like Times Square in New York, uh, but for Metropolis with the Daily Planet. And every billboard and restaurant 
uh, in that scene is an Easter egg. I'll, I'll just give you one thing that I love. There's a restaurant in the town somewhere that's called Ocean Clam Hunter, which is just a reference to Martian Manhunter, but it's a seafood <laughs> restaurant. They were like, we've designed a seafood restaurant. What should we call it? And I was just like, I think we should call it Ocean Clam Hunter. <laughs> so that is my favorite dumb, weird reference. I'll give you. Your star in the film, your producing partner as well, Dwayne Johnson, the, the busiest man on the planet, the biggest man on the planet as well in some senses. What is he like as one as a star and then as a producing partner? He seems to be doing everything everywhere all at once. How hands-on is he as a producer behind the scenes? He's a real diva, of course. Uh, just so difficult, that guy. No, he's the sweetest, <laughs> sweetest man. And uh, and he doesn't just like, you know, sometimes you'll see like a famous person's name as a producer and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's a producer. But no, he really cares about what he's doing, uh, helps craft the, the film. Him and his entire uh, team at his company are wonderful from uh, just sort of what's the story we're telling to helping to cast the movie with great people. And uh, and then when it comes to marketing the movie, there is no one better than him. I mean, he just, he knows what he does well and how to get his message out to, to everyone around the world. So couldn't have been luckier to have him. But again, the most important thing is, is uh, him as crypto because his voice, uh, when I was listening, I was just like, who sounds like Superman's dog? Dwayne Johnson sounds like Superman's dog <laughs> because he's just, he sounds like a super dog, but he's, he's a little cocky, our super dog. He thinks, you know, he's better than all the other dogs because he kind of is, he can fly, he's got heat vision. Uh, but underneath it, he's a bit of a sensitive guy. He's, uh, you know, he's a little bit uh, vulnerable. And that's the qualities uh, that are just so perfect in Dwayne as a person and in his, his voice performance. So uh, lucky to have him. You mentioned there about the cast. One of the cast members is, you know, aspiring partner with Wayne's Kevin Hart. Did you get much time? Were they able to be together in the booth? Because obviously, such a, a big part of their team up is their chemistry together. And and how difficult was that to manage? It seems like trying to, to mind two bald kids from uh, from looking at the behind the scenes footage. <laughs> it's not easy to wrangle those two. We couldn't get them together as much as we wanted, unfortunately, because a lot of our recording, pretty much all of it, happened during. Uh, the pandemic. Uh, and so everybody was sort of recording in their own closets and basements. And there were people dragging mattresses into bathrooms. They were really good sports, our, uh, all of her actors. But what we were able to do is because of those four years that it takes to make a movie, uh, you know, if someone did something funny, like if Kevin just added this great little bit of improv, improv which he would always do, then the next time we'd grab Dwayne, we'd be like, oh, Kevin did this funny thing and we'd play it for him. And then he'd riff off of that. So it was just sort of a very slow, delayed bit of improv between the two of them. Uh, but the truth is they know each other so well that they know exactly what's going to annoy the other one. And that's what these characters are. They're, they're both always kind of annoyed at the other one and getting under each other's skin. So uh, they were kind of able to do that uh, from across continents. You've assembled one of the most star-studded casts I've ever seen, obviously along with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, with John Krasinski, Keanu Reeves, Mark Murren, Kate McKinnon. Is this, like this only being your second film, is there any intimidation factor with you giving them direction is there is there anything you kind of do to psych yourself up beforehand or was everything hunky-dory behind the scenes oh no i'm fine i'm it's cool whatever no i i'm frightened <laughs> every time uh i think the honestly the thing i got some good advice from an old friend a long time ago uh when i was starting out i, I tried to do stand-up comedy and i was just like i'm fine up here i'm good and he was like no you're not you're scared to death and the sooner you just admit that you're scared to death uh, even just talk about it on stage, then then you're going to relax and you're going to be real and you're going to be honest. And so that's kind of what I try to do when I'm working with giant stars. I just try to be honest. I, I don't go, oh, you're fine. You're, you're, you'll be okay. I go, no, I'm scared. 
uh, this is scary. I, I don't want to screw this up. I care so much about this movie. I, I, I want to do well for them. They're used to working with actual professionals and not me. Uh, so I just try to be honest with myself and, and, and just tell them how I'm feeling and try to be real. And then they, they kind of do the same back. And I, I feel like that's what works the best. And finally, we have a section of the show called Extra Vision. Extra Vision was a, a video store chain in Ireland, kind of the equivalent of Blockbuster in the States. And the idea being, if you could go back into a video shop one more time and pick three movies for your night, what would a, a Jared Stern triple bill look like? Oh, wow. That's fun. I love that. Um, you know, I, I talk to my friends sometimes about this. or like, what were the three movies that you had on VHS growing up? Back when VHS tapes were so expensive that you could really own like maybe three if you were lucky. And so I'm going to go with those. My, my three that I had as a kid that I watched and watched and watched to death. And I feel like maybe helped inform kind of whatever my voice is as an artist now. So uh, the first one is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I watched it till it like, I think this tape fell off the spool. Uh, and then I'm going to go with uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And finally, Airplane exclamation point uh one of the greatest comedies ever and it just just hits you with joke after joke and uh so i think maybe there's a little bit of that in everything i do that's three fantastic choices i think jared fest is definitely something i'd love to attend unfortunately i'm getting the wrap-up signal here an absolute pleasure to speak to you best of luck with the film i'm really looking forward to it oh thank you so much man take care